0: Listener-supported St. Gabriel Catholic Radio AM820 brings you Raising Saints, an AM820 production designed for parents who desire to raise the saints in their life. And now, Raising Saints with Katie Wyatt. Hello and welcome to Raising Saints, the show for Catholic parents. I'm your host, Katie Wyatt, and you're listening to AM820 St. Gabriel Catholic Radio. Today we have sort of a broad topic to cover um, stated simply, we're going to be talking about words, because there's so much power in our words, and we can use that power to lift people up, or we can use that power to tear people down, and we can use our words to glorify God, or we can use our words to reject God. And the words we use can de- define who we are, really. So we have um, some panelists with us today, some guests with us today who are here to talk about their reflections on language and words and their experiences. So um, let us welcome Mia from St. John Newman Parish. Hi, Mia. Hi. And Natalie from Church of the Resurrection. Welcome, Natalie. Hello. And Megan, also from St. John Newman. Welcome, Megan. Hi. Uh, So let's let's start by talking about the words we use to tear people down. Not to start on a negative note, but we'll kind of go from negative to positive how about so words that we use to tear people down specifically gossip that that's probably I mean have you guys had any experience with gossip
1: oh yeah for (laughs) sure especially in high school Mm -hmm. yeah I think we all can agree that like gossips everywhere you can't Mm -hmm. escape it
0: here listen to this awesome quote by Pope Francis it's so rotten gossip (laughs)
1: <laughs> there's more to the quote,
0: but I just, <laughs> I just love how like plain speaking this man is. Right At the beginning, it seems to be something enjoyable and fun, like a piece of candy, but at the end, it fills the heart with bitterness and also poisons us. I tell you the truth. I'm convinced that if each one of us would purposely avoid gossip at the end, we would become a saint. It's a beautiful path. Wow. Isn't that mm-hmm. awesome? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so, Ta- tell me about your experience with gossip. First of all, why do we gossip? Why do we do that?
2: I feel like these days it's usually um what people will use to start a conversation just because they don't have anything else to talk about.
0: Cause... It's kind of replaced talking about the weather, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. the small talk. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's an interesting yeah, thought, that's Megan. Really interesting. Yeah.
1: Like, we don't have anything else to talk mm-hmm. about, so let's talk about someone else. Yeah.
0: Is it hard to avoid? Do you think gossip is hard to avoid?
1: I think it is. Um, especially if you get into the habit of doing it, and if you get into a friend group um, that's used to gossiping about everything and everyone, it's really hard to escape that and kind of um, separate yourself from that group. And another thing, like, if when you're in that group, when you're in that scenario all the time, you almost are you become ignorant to it like you don't realize you're doing it as much as you are so that's another reason it's kind of hard to avoid because it
0: kind of becomes your normal like a habit yeah Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the part of the quote where pope francis said i'm convinced that if each one of us would purposely avoid gossip at the end we would become a saint what do you I mean, that's something to really sort of unpeel the layers of that, I think. Because at first glance, anyway, to me, it seems like, eh, it would take more than that. But if we're consciously avoiding gossip, I think we're avoiding a lot of other things at the same time, maybe.
1: What else would we be, be avoiding, do you think?
0: Okay, so if I'm in a friendship and I'm consciously thinking, okay, I don't want to gossip. I'm practicing discipline. I'm practicing humility. I'm practicing like multiple other things that are also barriers to my sainthood. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What do you guys...
1: I like that. Um, and I feel like once you're conscious of those things and you're practicing those um, the virtues almost, mm-hmm. um, it becomes easier to uh, bring those into other elements of your life. And I guess he's right. Like, the, yeah. It's easier to become a saint
0: that's the discipline part I'm talking about so if I'm in the habit of thinking before I speak right, right or refraining from saying certain things I think that by default that's going to carry over into but <laughs> it's funny because Pope Francis is just so like down to earth that it doesn't seem as theologically profound as it actually is when you start right. unpeeling and yeah. thinking about it um, do you guys know people who don't engage in gossip? I know one person who doesn't <laughs> engage. Who? I'm not going to name names, <laughs> but I mean, just my point is that...
1: I don't... I mean, not, not anyone comes to mind. Like, like I think, specifically, yeah. but like... I know, I know there's, there's some- Not specifically,
3: people. Mia? Yeah, not specifically.
1: I think there's certain groups at school where everyone knows, like, oh, they're good kids, you know, they don't gossip. Um, or as much as everyone else. How can you not group? think of like- Why aren't you guys in those groups? Then? I never said I wasn't. Oh. <laughs> just <laughs>
0: kidding. Um, oh, no. so so Megan and me are thinking, well, Natalie doesn't gossip. No,
1: I don't know what are
0: thinking. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Natalie's um, in that group.
1: But, yeah, I don't, like, no names specifically come to mind. Yeah. Or at least for me. Is there
0: anyone that you're around them and you think, "Gosh, I really want to say this about this person," but I'm not going to because oh, I'm, yeah, for I'm sure, with this person. For sure, <laughs> don't you want to be that person? Like, I want to be that person yeah. that when people are around, they're like, "Okay, I'm not gonna say anything bad about anyone" because I know it would offend Katie. <laughs> and
1: oftentimes, like, I'll be talking to someone and then they'll be gossiping, and I'll come into the situation. And they just like know my um, family, know I'm Catholic, know my values, and they're like, "Oh, we can't talk about this around her," and like. That's part of me is like, all right, like, it's a pretty good feeling. (laughs) Like, you know, is
0: that hard to do, though? Like, okay, so have you guys ever said, okay, I'm not going to gossip?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And then how does that go? Is it? I mean, sometimes
2: it's a little awkward because, um, like, when you walk up to a conversation and you find out they're gossiping, you know, you don't want to be like, oh, you shouldn't be doing that, you know. So you just kind of like stand off. Right. to the side and you don't really know what to do. So,
0: so that kind of touches on what I wanted to ask, which is, wh- like, why is that hard? Why is it awkward? What? Because it is. I agree, Megan, totally. It feels awkward. But what feels awkward
1: about it? Like, you're the one doing the right thing. So why? It's just, like, I think it's a matter of being outnumbered. Um, and I think Catholics, um, especially in high school, we always are in that scenario where the outnumbered people um and although we know we're doing the right thing it's just like i'm in i'm an outlier i'm i'm the only one so it's just awkward when you're even though you know you're doing the right thing like i said it's you're the only one not doing it so you feel like kind of not almost left out
0: mm-hmm. for me also there's an element of okay i don't want these people to think i think i'm better than them right mm-hmm. yeah Cause I I don't I'm just trying to like better myself right. but yeah it just it's weird like the comfortable dynamic the normal culturally acceptable dynamic is just to engage but that's the wrong thing so when you're trying to do the right thing you're mm-hmm. out of the normal dynamic
1: mm-hmm. we keep talking yeah. about friend groups and I think that's another thing also like if you're in a certain friend group where um, you go up to them and like they know you're they're all gossiping and you're there and you're not partaking in the conversation and i guess sometimes i don't feel as awkward if i'm around a certain group of people like they don't expect me to join in the conversation you know Mm -hmm. we're gonna go ahead megan yeah
2: and like in those situations sometimes it's like best to um bring up other things you know more important things and um just to like step away from that yeah, just
1: redirect. Yeah. Have you ever been in a conversation where you like redirect it and then like it eventually work. just <laughs> comes back? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Mia, yeah, were you gonna add something? Um. Actually, yeah. I was thinking what Megan
3: was thinking. Try to take the like negative talk and um think of like a different way to put it into more of a positive like feeling, um and change the direction of the conversation. art. Because I'm just, I'm thinking about what you guys are
0: saying about, and what Megan started this whole conversation by saying, it's kind of small talk. Like, we don't have anything else to think about. Think, but if you think about how many other things we do have right. to think about, it's, I mean, mm-hmm. it's insane. There's a, there's an unending supply of conversation starters. <laughs> but if
1: you think about it, gossip, like, when you're talking about, um, or starting a conversation uh, with the weather, if I'm like, hey, Megan, like this weather, this is weather crazy oh, yeah. like all the rain <laughs> she'll just be like yeah whatever but i know that if i were to start gossiping like oh my gosh did you see mm-hmm. like what she was wearing or what she did or mm-hmm. what she said to this person mia will automatically like engage like i feel like more yeah. people are um gonna engage in the conversation i feel like it's almost a safety net now um that like if we don't think someone's gonna partake in the conversation You just say something that will interest them. And I feel like that's gossip, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. I wonder if also there's just there are so many negative
0: influences in our culture right now and so many things that are upsetting and so many things kind of to complain about that if we don't choose wisely what topics we're going to bring up or what conversation starters, it's going to just kind of turn to if not gossiping, then at least (laughs) complaining. Yeah which can then turn easily into gossiping. That's a good challenge. I'm glad you brought that up, Megan, cuz this is a good challenge. Mm-hmm. Like I think I'm going to go home and make a list of conversation okay. starters <laughs> that yeah. aren't negative, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't start a conversation with a complaint. Um what about Okay, so is there a difference between because sometimes you just need to vent. Like someone has offended you or hurt you or upset you or what and 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 it and it's kind of necessary important to vent to somebody Mm -hmm. what's the like where do you draw that line what's venting and what's gossiping or do we not Mm -hmm. need to vent like is that is that something we should not we should just learn to control
2: well um usually venting would be like like kind of like confessing kind of to i would say like a really close friend or someone who um you would have them make sure that they wouldn't tell other people about. And then, like, gossiping, I feel, like, is more for attention and um, shared with, like, a lot of other people. So that, um, and then, like, that's how it would spread and stuff like that. And then venting would be um, more, um, like, closed off, you know. I feel like also, oh, sorry, get out there
0: more like something you're confiding in somebody Mm -hmm. rather than something that... Because gossiping, like usually I'm just making myself feel better by saying something negative about somebody else, whereas Mm -hmm. venting is... I'm making myself (laughs) feel better by like getting this off my chest. I feel
1: like there's way more emotion behind venting. um, And you're trying, like you said, trying to get something off your chest, whereas gossip, like we've been talking about, is just conversation, like negative conversation. But I think also you know your intentions in the conversation and if your intention isn't talking bad about someone it's just like telling what happened trying to get something that happened off your chest that's way different than just talking bad about someone yeah and i
3: feel like a good distinction between venting and gossiping is um kind of what megan said the um venting would be more to like maybe like a parent or a close friend like one or maybe like two people and then gossiping would be like more people because they could like have their different opinions and then want to add to it and then it would just get kind of crazy. So I feel like um one person venting and then the other person listening and just helping them, I feel like that's a good distinction.
0: Does does uh, social media um influence the, go- the culture of gossip?
1: Yeah. yeah. I think definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll see posts on Twitter, um, and it's called subtweeting, I guess, when you're gossiping about someone, but you don't say their name, but everyone kind of knows who you're talking about. Are there things
0: you say when you subtweet that you wouldn't say I've
1: definitely seen Mm -hmm. people who, well, first off, it goes to the conversation where it's easier to say anything behind the screen of a phone, but it's also way easier to say something about someone when you're not using names or you're not saying it to their face right
3: yeah and uh media posts and like pictures and videos they could be um misrepresented or people could look at it in a different way so i feel like that could start up something too
0: right and then if i wanted to subtweet to your subtweet and i didn't fully understand what you were saying (laughs) and then i've just completely like manipulated it into something (laughs) yeah
1: yeah. i've Uh, definitely seen like fights break out um at (laughs) school over like oh my gosh i saw what you said online Gosh, Twitter um, fights, yeah. Not even Twitter that's fights. So like so passive They'll take uh-huh. it in person because yeah. they're so mad and like. Well, that's maybe good. I'm actually glad to hear that. But maybe the subtweet wasn't even about them, oh. and they just think oh, like they like got the wrong. Idea. <laughs> yeah, hey, yeah.
0: <laughs> okay, let's uh, let's move to another type of language that doesn't glorify God, which is swearing. Now, I know you guys maybe haven't heard or used any swear words yourselves, but aren't some people will say they're just words. They don't matter. Like why are you? you, They only matter when you let them matter. Do
1: you guys agree with that? I feel like I'm out of this conversation. No, I never know what to say when it comes to swear words. Because I use it myself, and I, I like I say them myself all the time, and I know it's such a bad habit, but I can't break it. Yeah, I think, and I don't know why I do it either.
3: So yeah, starting with their like, they're like, before you give it meaning, I mean, it's just like it's any word, but so so I think that when someone starts to use it and gives it meaning, like maybe trying to be cool or funny, um, it does become a habit because. It gives something like extra to the word. I don't know how to explain no, it. But... No, no,
0: like emphasis that
3: you can't get from other words that are out there. Like, yeah. yeah. So then you just continually use it because it's just this special emphasis on this word to use.
0: Also, I think it shapes how people perceive us. Right? Yeah. So, because not. I'm with you. I use a few words that I probably shouldn't use, <laughs> but not in front of certain people I oh, don't, yeah, no, you know. For sure. so, yeah. But so that that's interesting to me because that's how I know no they're not just words cuz yeah. like you're careful how you use them or around whom or you know, you know they're offensive, you know they don't glorify God. You don't there are certain people you don't want to hear they don't you don't want them to hear you swearing because they're going to think less of you. Right. Mm-hmm. There's a, a verse Matthew 12:36. This will convict you, Natalie. (laughs) I tell you, this is Jesus speaking, by the way. I tell you, on the day of judgment, people will render an account for every careless word they speak. Dang. I know. So that, I I think that sort of encapsulates the problem with swearing. It's careless.
1: Yeah. No, Even if the words agree. are
0: very carefully chosen, <laughs> it's still very careless because it's not its not language that glorifies God. Right. Mm-hmm. It's language that turns us away from God and turns other people away from God. If you're just yeah. joining us, you're listening to Raising Saints on AM 820, St. Gabriel Catholic Radio. I'm Katie Wyatt. We're here today with Megan, Natalie, and Mia, and we're just talking about language, like how our language Glorifies God or doesn't glorify God. How our language draws us closer to him or, or takes us, turns us away from him. Um, and we're talking specifically right now about swearing. And I was thinking that I was wondering if there is a litmus test for, because some language is kind of so like some jokes are funny, but no I'm not sure if it's totally appropriate or not, right, you mm-hmm. know. So I'm just wondering, is there a is there a way that we can determine, like if you have a question, should I tell this joke? Should I use this language? Should I um, say this phrase? What gauge can we use for, to know whether or not it's offensive?
1: If there is a test, I don't know of it.
0: Well, you can make up your own. Okay.
1: (laughs) Well, I just, it's so hard to um, decide whether or not you think, you know, you should be telling the joke or saying the word just because you meet so many different people and they all have different viewpoints and like some like are Catholic, some aren't, um, and some are like, Oh yeah, I think it's okay. And then some are like, no, I definitely, so I don't know where to draw the line, I guess. What were you going to say, Megan? Yeah. Cause there's
2: like a lot of different people that, um, we engage with. And so, um, like, you know, I wouldn't want to tell like an inappropriate joke with, um, like, my church friends, but maybe you would want to with um your, like, soccer team or stuff, something like that. And so, like, there's a certain point when um, we, uh, like, we don't always live out our spiritual life, like,
0: everywhere we go. So... But it's our I goal, guess, too, right? Yeah. So that's what I'm asking, like... Mm-hmm. What is that test? So we know no matter who we're around, whether around our church friends, whether around our soccer teammates, whether around, like, and we want to be the person that God created us to be, and we want to be consistent in that. Um, how can we do that?
3: Um, I think one thing that might um, add to it is, I mean, some of you might have heard it before. It's like, if you're thinking, um, before you say something like, oh, should I say this? That you probably shouldn't, because it's safer to um, be safe and then accidentally offend someone or start something. So probably stay on the safer side and just change the subject. Because again, there's so many different topics you can talk about. That's great advice. Yeah, I like that,
0: Mia. Because truly, like if you have a question about whether or not it's okay, it's probably not okay. (laughs) Also, I did come up with my own test, which is, well, would Mary say it? I don't think I would be speaking if that was like I don't <laughs> like think any words would silent. ever come out of my mouth, right? Um I was speaking to someone the other day who actually Father uh Dennis from our diocese who he said he doesn't swear because it was never part of his upbringing. His parents didn't swear, his classmates didn't swear. It just it just wasn't something that he ever was exposed to or was ever part of anyone's conversation, which I thought was really awesome. Um and in my own life obviously my parents didn't swear but my classmates did my friends did you know Mm -hmm. my siblings did (laughs) so Mm -hmm. you know you have all those different influences and you're trying to figure out how do i fit in each of these groups Mm -hmm. so i just thought it was awesome for father dennis he never had to have that distinction because nobody around him was ever using bad language
3: yeah the environment Mm -hmm. you're in really does impact what you say and do so
1: yeah also if you're looking up to people like uh, your siblings or your friends, and they're doing it. You're like, oh, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. if they're doing it yeah. and they're great people, like and I you can think do it. it's okay right. to do yeah. it. But, but it's cool because we get to be mm-hmm. that that
0: those people. Like mm-hmm. we get to be the older siblings. We get to be the friends that people want to look up to. What so <clears throat> that's actually. Um, the framework from which we should be working. Like, I want to be somebody that people look up to and I want to be somebody somebody that when people are around, they're like, okay, I don't want to use bad language around Katie because it'll offend her, you know. All right, let's move on from swearing. One more thing I want to cover, which is just like slander, malice, mean words in general. I, I... You remember the quote, sticks and stones may break my bones, but names will never hurt me. Mm -hmm. False. So false. false. (laughs) Like, who was the out of touch person that coined that phrase?
1: You grow up thinking that and then you encounter a circumstance where you're like hurt by these words and you're like, oh, I shouldn't. Should I be mad about this? Like, why am I so upset about this? I thought it wasn't supposed to. Because words aren't important. Mm -hmm. But words are so like it can sometimes some people never heal from. Right.
3: Exactly very hurtful words some people might also take that as like a motive to use like <laughs> that's because point. they're like well, like, well at least I'm not them. hitting <laughs> you yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. so someone could take that the wrong way um,
0: do, does bullying fall into this category of kind of mean
1: absolutely mean words especially mm-hmm. on social media like this is a problem that's really prevalent <clears throat> um, now more than it um, ever has been just because everyone's so willing to say something on social media or through texting that they wouldn't say to someone's face. Do you guys ever fall into that? Like, I always feel like
0: that's just a thing that mean people do.
1: I- is that a- just a thing that. I don't mm-hmm. want to say, like, no, because I don't want to be like. <laughs> you can't you know, see her face. Yeah. She's <laughs> making she it. <laughs> <answer because>, um, <laughs> but I-, I feel like I don't. I always try to imagine the person who I'm talking to. See, um, I feel like you wouldn't, okay. Natalie or Megan mm-hmm. or Mia. Like, I can't
0: picture the three of you, like, mean tweeting. It doesn't. It, but you know a lot of people who do mean tweet, oh, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, that's like, what, that's what I can't figure out. Like, decent people that I know would never tweet mean things about other people. So, who are the people that are <laughs> tweeting mean things
3: about other people? What? Why are they doing that? Where does that come from? Well, I think something starts, and then um, when they see all these like words being thrown around, they get really like fired up and, um, I don't know all this anger inside of them that they just like go off and write all these mean things, but may not like really realize it. They maybe like push it to the side because of their anger, so I think they just let it get out of hand. It may not be, like, a really mean person all the time. It just happens.
2: Mm-hmm. I think it starts, you know, like, with people that have, like, a lot of um, inner self-doubt and people that don't, aren't, like, happy with themselves. So they, like, point out other people's imperfections to make
0: themselves, like, build themselves up. And, you know, I think you're dead on, Megan, but I don't think that's the majority of people. But I think it seems like it's the majority of people because words are so hurtful. I mean, it makes such an impact. So again, here's this golden opportunity we have to not be that or to tweet kind things like here's a campaign for you. Okay, I'm just going to tweet compliments to people for a month or whatever, which I don't know. You could go over the top doing that. I will also say
1: context is the biggest thing. Like if I've learned one thing from my mom, well, I've learned many things from my mom. Shout out to my mom. But you have to call people so they can hear your tone. They can understand the words you're saying. Because if you're saying all these things through text and you don't mean it, um, the way they're reading it, it's, you know.
0: Good advice from your mom. In fact, we should do a show on that sometime. Shout out to my mom. Shout out to your mom. All right. uh, We're out of time. So we're going to Stop using words right now
1: <laughs> <laughs> and
0: conclude. Actually, a few more words. Let's pray. In the name of the Thank Father, the and the Son, of the and the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen. Lord Jesus, we love you and we praise you. Lord, we give you thanks for the opportunity to come together and talk, the opportunity to come together and discuss this topic Um, We pray for our listeners who are hearing our words today. Jesus, we just ask that all of us, that you help all of us um, make it our goal and our mission, at least today, if not always, to speak kindly, to speak uh, words that glorify you, and to remember that um, we are who we are because of you, because you created us out of love, because you created us for goodness and kindness and love. In your name we pray, Jesus. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen. You've been listening to Raising Saints on AM 820, St. Gabriel Catholic Radio. I'm Katie Wyatt, and until next time, grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Bye now. Raising Saints is a production of listener-supported St. Gabriel Catholic Radio, AM 820. Archives of Raising Saints with Katie Wyatt are available at stgabrielradio.com.